three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Like a steamboat coming into shore. <laughs> That's not really steamboat. <laughs> uh, going off the rails. This is Hunter, and I'm here with Colin. Call down, are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. I I have to admit, I was a fan of that intro. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Yeah, nice, you mix it up. Nice and long and drawn out. It's good. Yeah, you know, just just like losing your virginity, or I guess the opposite. <laughs> long and drawn out. Yeah, definitely not like losing my virginity, but... Short and awkward. Yeah, like, like, Hunter losing his virginity, or can I cook a hot pocket in this amount of time? Like, which way? <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> I know, sad face, but... <laughs> you know, and the reason why we're just going off on a random tangent, because I really don't want to talk about this movie <laughs> we're about to review, um... This is one of the first times I went, you know what? We should totally just take our Sandy Wexler review and just anytime we say Sandy Wexler, put the week of, <laughs> like, sub it in. Oh, like, it's really. the same shit. Dude, remember when Adam Sandler used to like Adam Sandler? I know it's been a while. I mean, I was, yeah, I was a young kid. But, yeah, like, Billy Madison, like, um... Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, Waterboy, Water Water you know, I, I liked all those, you know, but but then once it started getting to the, the range of like, uh, like eight, Little Nick, Crazy li- Nights, Little Nicky was the start of a bad trend. <laughs> I think he did Eight Crazy Nights and Little Nicky back to back of Mary Serves. Yeah, I, I didn't like Little Nicky at all. Yeah, I, so I will say Eight Crazy Nights to this day is one of my least favorite movies of all time. Yeah, that I, one's I'm, bad. I, I, fuck, I hate that movie. And Little Nicky, while I would watch it over Eight Crazy Nights, I am not, I am no fan of Little Nicky. Yeah. I think it's a really Well, I, I mean, movie. I mean, the worst one by far was You Don't Mess With the Zohan. You thought that was worse than Jack and Jill? Well, I mean, that, it. Um, no, uh, to, to, answer, <laughs> to answer your question, no, Jack and Jill is the worst, but, uh, you don't mess with the Zo- Zohan was like the first, like universally hated movie. I felt like where everybody was just like, Whoa, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. I, I here's the thing about Adam Sandler. I, I think this is what pisses me off is like, I've seen him in interviews and stuff and he's funny and I go, what, why can't you bring that into some of these crappy movies you've been doing. I know some people like Grown Ups. I think Grown Ups sucks, and I don't get why people... I mean, if you're comparing it to, you know, like, Bucky Larson, then yeah, it's great. But, I mean, Grown Ups isn't good. That came out the same year as The Hangover. And I remember reading some interview with him saying, yeah, we saw The Hangover, and we were like, oh, we really need to bring it. And I was like, oh, that's how you bring it? Fucking Grown Ups? Like, that dog shit movie? And Grown Ups 2 is somehow worse? In the first one, um, yeah, Adam Sandler, well, yeah, he, he, he did, he did, um, he did Grown Ups, 
right after he did Funny People, which I thought was like the worst, um, uh, what, what's Judd Apatow movie that he had done thus far. But he did that right after, so 2008 he did You Don't Mess With The Zohan. Yeah. 2010 was Grown Ups. But before he did You Don't Mess With The Zohan, he did I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Oh, I forgot about that. Was it, was, wasn't was Click like that same year too? He did Click 20, 2006. Oh God, I hate Click. That's a and then uh, he also did, um, damn, what, what was the other one? Just Go With It? Is that it? Oh no, that, that's too far back. Um, Fifty uh, First Dates. Yeah, he did Fifty First Dates. There you go. Yeah, but yeah, man, dude, he just was on a bad trend back then. Yeah, and dude, we—I don't know if we ever reviewed it because maybe we just no, we did. This was like way back in the archives, but we um, blended. Yeah, we talked about blended, and that was horrible. I, I that just, was back in twenty fourteen. Yeah. Oh god, that's been so long, but. The thing, I just don't think he fucking cares anymore because he's got this Netflix deal. He's getting paid anyway, so, you know, what the fuck does he care? And, you know, it. His last, this is thing. his last movie in theaters was Pixels, right? Oh, God, yeah, that's right. And I, so, I remember you guys weren't fans of it. I fucking hated Pixels. I remember Pixels was close to I, I, if I was close to walk out for me I fucking hate pixels like to this day um, and then after that but, like you just said now he has this Netflix deal where he just has guaranteed money and he does whatever he wants yeah or you know and he did the ridiculous six and Sandy Wexler and I just I don't know what else to say about this guy anymore man like he's just it, it's it's the same shit it's just him being really bad about something and this is what I will say about this movie. If you hate Jewish people, this movie was made for you. Because every person in this movie is just a Jewish stereotype. Like, to the to the nagging mother, or, or to the nagging grandmother, or to the mother who's like, Oh, like, I saw, like, my child is, you know, like, you know, like, they have an itch. Like, the, you're a doctor, like... What do they have? Like, like this that over paranoid mom, and it just, uh, it, man, th- this movie really just, I, I was really upset. <laughs> I will say that. I, I, kind of your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, like it all. So all the jokes basically stem from like one, like Adam Sandler has a wacky Jewish family. To like, Waka Waka. Yeah, Waka Waka. Um, <laughs> or two, Chris Rock has a wacky black family and they do wacky black stereotype things. Or the Jewish family does wacky Jewish stereotype things. Or, um, and then like the great, the most hilarious gags are when the two worlds collide. Oh my gosh, staying under the same house. I mean, oh my gosh, black people and Jewish people. What wacky gags. <laughs> I mean, it's, Seriously. it's all stems from, like, the most basic, dumb stuff. And most of the gags, like, aren't funny, though. They're, like, it's nothing that, like, I would ever imagine was, like, a real-life situation. These are all just, like, dumb jokes that would, <coughs> would never actually happen. I think what I found genuinely offensive about the movie is that it's acting like, you know, it's like, oh, it's, about, it's a celebration of these two kids. Like, you know, like... Like getting together, and you don't learn shit about the kids. Like, 
at all. Like, it would have been nice to learn something about the relationship. No, the whole movie mm-hmm. highlights Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. Yeah, and and more Adam Sandler even than Chris Rock, because it's about Adam Sandler, you know, learning to let go because he's the overprotective Jewish dad, and and I'm going to get to that. But so, basically, the shorthand version of this plot is Adam Sandler plays... Um, Adam Sandler, he's the, the protective Jewish dad, and his daughter's getting married uh, to Chris Rock's son. And I think what is just hilarious about it, I don't think they even mention how they met, do they? I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I cannot remember for the life of me how that, if they actually bring that up. I, if, um, if they did, I didn't care when they told me. <laughs> the, which, which speaks volumes. And, you know, all the... Cl- uh, uh, Kenny, that's who Adam Sandler plays. And he... Uh, he has some job where I, I can't even remember what he does. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, he's his own boss, and basically he's probably like a banker or like you know like a bill collector, some kind of stereotypical. Yeah, or, or he, yeah, he sews yarmulkes. I don't know, yeah. some, something, something very stereotypical. But he, um, he's organizing and paying uh, for his daughter's wedding, um, which uh, his daughter, uh, played by Allison Strong, Sarah. So. Chris Rock, and I'm just gonna say I love Chris Rock. Um, I thought his last uh, stand-up special, uh, Tambourine, that's on Netflix, not his best stuff, but I did find some some humor um, in it. Um, this movie expects you to buy the fact that Chris Rock is a uh, is a is like a is like a surgeon, like a heart surgeon. And I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I have an easier time. I had an easier time buying that Ludacris was a detective in that Mac, that crappy Max Payne movie that he did than buying that Chris Rock was like a surgeon in this. Yeah, one. I just the the, the first I, scene where they show where he's like performing surgery was the most ridiculous scene I've ever seen. Like, like at least make it somewhat believable. Like when they showed Doctor Strange like performing brain surgery, like they at least tried. To make Dude, it look like yeah. <laughs> it would be like a real life surgery, like Chris Rock was a joke. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, the movie definitely got off to a rocky start, but <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought you liked that. One. <laughs> it was good. That was classic Hunter pun. Thank you, but you are right though. Doctor Strange did a better job of depicting like how a surgery might actually go than Chris Rock because Chris Rock uses the guy's finger to like ignore call. I that's mean, so really, bad. That, yeah, so that's, that's I, not even funny. It's just dumb. You know what this movie reminded me of? It reminded me of like a Three Stooges short. Oh my god! Yeah, but, like, totally. But like the worst, like like if someone did so slapsticky, right, like old school yeah. slapsticky, where like people don't think that's funny anymore. You know what this remind me of? It remind me of the last season of Mad TV, where I was oh, like, yeah. oh, this is, I was like, this is not. There was at some. All. Well, I mean, let, let's let's be honest. I thought some seasons of Mad TV were funny, but yeah. Oh, but at the, it, it the, fizzled out pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, there was some good stuff in Mad TV, but that last season was damn near unwatchable, and and. They, uh, it's Adam Sandler Kelly, he has a, I think it's his granddad, who doesn't have legs, and you want to talk about a joke they just would not let fucking die, it's that he doesn't have legs, so it's really inconvenient. Oh like, god, lift him that up. was terrible, and he like craps himself, like that one scene where like Adam Sandler was like, like, oh man, that was a terrible gag, terrible gag. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't so, funny, it was just uncomfortable. So there's a scene where he lifts him up. Uh, they're driving with him 
uh, I'm uh, Kelly is, and he goes, "Can you hold it till you know you got your depends on or whatever? Oh Can God. you hold it till you get home?" So oh, I, I have to take a shit. Oh, well, we're only like three minutes away. I'll give you two, and he's like, "Oh, okay." And so he pulls off in his diner and lifts him out of the out of the car because the uh, the wheelchair doesn't work. Like it doesn't open, which I just went cool. All right. Sure. So wacky, wacky. Yeah, I'm saying we've got to carry him to the toilet and sit there where he takes a shit. It's like, oh my god. And oh, they take him to the bachelor party and the throwman a foam ball pit, and that's how he dies. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. What a movie. Like what a I movie. What, I think what made me really upset is that Robert Smigel, um, who, who's who, uh, he's written for SNL, Conan. Uh, of course, is the uh, creator of Triumph the Insult Comic Dog, so he'll always be good to me. Yeah, but, a regular genius. Yeah, exactly. But him and Adam Sandler wrote this script. I don't think I got a laugh until uh, 45 minutes in. Well, we, we were all watching like the first hour together, and I don't think like me, you, or Scott, we miss you, bud. Like, none of us laughed the whole time. Yeah, I got a chuckle. It was like it, silent. Yeah, but this just, I just, I don't get it though, man. I just don't get how something can be this unfunny. And the thing is, and I know some people say. Unfunny is the word. Like, it's just not funny. At all. And I think some people will go like, well, you know, this is more of a dramedy than a comedy. Okay, I'll take you on that point. And even the drama doesn't work here because it's. You know, it's Adam Sandler and uh, his wife, uh, who's played by Rachel Dratch, who, you know, of course is a SNL alum. Um, it never felt like they loved each other at all. Like they were just at each other's throats all the time, and she's yelling like, "I'm frugal. I don't like to waste money. Oh well, is that why you keep like water that comes from the rain or whatever the fuck he says?" It's like, oh my god, really? And there's this ongoing gag with. Um, with Kelly, or Kenny, pardon me, where, um, shit is just going wrong for this wedding. He, they're doing it at this hotel. The hotel is, like, broken down. Why he didn't just look at another hotel, I, they don't really explain. Like, he mentions, like, hey, I'll check if any of our hotels have reservations, and nothing's ever made of that, which I just went, cool, alright. Um, but the ceiling is, like, falling apart, water seeping through, and so there's this ongoing joke with him and, I guess, like, the maintenance worker there, and he's like, oh, well, water's leaking, <laughs> and the maintenance worker just laughs at him the whole time, I went, is this supposed to be, like, funny? Am I supposed to, like, care? <laughs> and I just, and the more I'm sitting there watching, I'm just like, why is it so hard for you guys to just get? Um, there's a scene where these two black guys are walking on the street and and uh, Kenny grabs him. He's like, "Oh, hey guys! Like breakfast is ready." And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, "Oh, so the joke is that he thinks that just because they're black, they're a part of uh, Kirby, Chris Rock's character's family." And he pulls them in, and oh, we don't know them. Ha ha ha! It's like, oh, it's like such an obvious black... gag. Like such an obvious gag. Like you know, all black people know each other. Like, ha ha. Like I could, like uh, it just and. I think what really upset me is at the end of this movie, the reason why Adam Sandler's been so stubborn, because Kirby, uh, Chris Rock's character, he's loaded. Like, he's at this, 
he's at this uh, hotel in L.A. and he's got some half naked girl on a piano and shit, which again hard to believe. But 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 Kirby has money, you know. He's a surgeon. He has money, and he's practically begging Kenny, like, "Hey, man, like, let me call like the Ritz Carlton or or where the fuck, like, let me let me get us let me get a venue. Like, don't worry about it." And Adam's and Kenny's like, no, 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 I got it. I'll figure it out. I got it. I got it. And at the end of the movie, he breaks down and goes, it's the last time I'm going to be able to do something for you. I'm so sorry that you deserve better. I'm like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> like, you don't get to, in the bottom of the night, pull that bullshit out and be like, it's because I'm insecure. Like, it's like, oh, fuck you kindly, dude. I, I hate how they try to get sympathy from him. And the daughter just like, okay, with it. she's like, I'd rather have you than any nice place. Like, I love you, Dad. It's like, oh, <laughs> like, pass me a fucking bucket. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I just... The, the most egregious thing is to, like... You, you mentioned people would say, like, oh, well, it's more of a dramedy, you know? Like, yeah. you can't just look oh. at it as, like, it's supposed to make you laugh the whole time. And I'm just like, I don't know if that's true. Like... I feel like Adam Sandler, whenever he's on screen, he's, like, desperately trying to make people laugh and like him, and he just doesn't do a good job of it anymore. And I don't think Chris Rock is that funny in this movie either. Like, a lot of he's not... a lot of Chris Rock's jokes are not funny in this. Like, Chris Rock and Adam Sandler are both, like, very unfunny in this movie, and the whole movie is centered around them and their relationship together and like they're whole they're like the cornerstone of this whole movie being funny and it's just not funny like nothing's funny like it's all the gags are poorly written they're obvious they're dumb they're just like they all fall flat like the punchlines or the jokes i mean it's terrible and then like you say like even if you are looking at it as like a dramedy like even if you are actually like interested in the drama of this storyline, which God help me. I don't know how I ever could be, but like, I mean, if you really were like, just like you said, it's still cheesy and dumb and not even that remotely interesting. So, I mean, I don't know what there is to like about any of this. Can you think of one thing that was redeeming about this movie at all? I think the girl who plays his daughter she seems like she could be a good actress in something else. <laughs> that's, that's, like, <laughs> that's the like that's hilarious. That's the nicest thing you can say about this movie. Is like, one of the actresses kind of... could maybe be good in something else besides this because she wasn't good in this. Alison <laughs> Strong is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, she she has some screen presence about her, and while Adam Sandler was definitely not carrying, not holding up his end of the bargain, I thought she was. So I mean, there's that, but. Yeah, you're right, though. The movie is so focused on uh, Kenny and Kirby that none of the other characters have a chance to develop. And, you know, it, it just it doesn't really matter when it comes down to it in the end. It's just Adam Sandler and Chris Rock trying to be funny and really missing over and over again. This is what I will say before we kind of, as we kind of start to wrap up and get to our grades. I had to an F for most of the movie, I, I wasn't a go fuck yourself. I was just like, I'm not mad. Like, I'm irritated, but I'm not pissed off. And then it was like the movie went, oh, hey, you, you know what would get you us to go fuck yourself? Let's throw this plot in. So, um, the, the, um, the hotel, they're holding the, the, the wedding and the reception at, 
it's, you know, it's the one that's, like, flooding, and there's, like, you know, water dripping down, all that shit, right? So, uh, they're, they've been hammering home the, um, Adam Sandler's grandfather is a, as a Vietnam vet, and just everywhere this guy goes, thank you for your service, thank you for your service, and I went, I've seen people in the military and airports, and they don't even have people come up to them this much, but everyone is home in this town, thank you for your service, thank you for your service, and I went, oh my fucking god, okay, sure, this happened, and so, Adam Sandler, um, they get involved with the mayor somehow, oh, the mayor, oh yeah, the mayor, like, sees him, and holds this press conference to give him a, like, a, like, a statue, or, like, a certificate, or, like, some medal for being a veteran, and Adam Sandler basically takes the microphone and goes, Oh yeah, like he loves the veterans. He loves the military. He's actually gonna throw a dinner uh, for my grandpa here on uh, Saturday night. And the reason he does that is because the hotel they're gonna have the reception in is all flooded and fucked up. So that's Adam Sandler's extremely Jewish way <laughs> of not letting Chris Rock's uh, Kirby pay for another venue, but be like, hey baby, I figured it out. And it's just like, oh my god. And then you find out that. Adam Sandler's dad or grandpa, whatever, he lost his legs from diabetes, not even from the war. And I'm like, oh, so that that that's cool that he played this often. Oh wow, get... I didn't even know that. Yeah, and I just went, oh cool. So you have officially sealed your grades just off the storyline alone. And and it's just it... the thing is, I know Adam Sandler's talented. I I do. I because I, I I saw Hotel Transylvania like three or four years ago, and and he was surprisingly great in that. I mean, yes, it's an animated movie, but it he worked really well, and it was a sweet movie. Actually, one of my favorite movies of that year. And I just, dude, I I'm, I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know if it's intervention time or <laughs> what we need to do, but he, just, he needs to stop, man. I, I'm just, I'm done. I'm just tired of sitting through these. Like, it, it's like white Tyler Perry movies. It's like, okay, I know what I'm going to get. I'm going to get something racist. I'm going to get a lot of jokes that are just not going to land. It's it's really uncomfortable to watch these movies because they're just so genuinely terrible. And deep down, I know Adam Sandler knows it. He has to know. There's no way that one of his friends or his kids or someone hasn't been like, hey, man, like maybe you should, you know, spend more than two days on the script. I'm Adam Sandler. Fuck you. Okay. Like, it's just, it's, <laughs> you know, yeah. it just... I'm just done, man. Like, and the thing is, like, he, I know he can do better. I, I'm very aware that he can. It's not like this, he's like some up and coming actor. Like, he's been in shit. But whether it's this or Sandy Wexler or Pixels or just go with it or, you know, it's just, it, it's just been this constant barrage of just crap or The Cobbler that means Scott review. I fucking hated that movie too. I just, I don't know what else it's going to take for him to finally just go, okay, maybe I'll start trying again. But I'm just done, man. I'm so done with this dude. I just don't care. And uh, as I wrap up here, I I can't think one time I laughed. I really can't. I'm sitting here thinking really hard. Um, okay, actually, I got one laugh. There, there, so there's this storyline with uh, Kirby because, you know, he's a high roller and he's rich and da-da-da. He, um, 
they're like setting up his room, like trying to make it like more like, look like an executive suite. Uh-huh. But they're st- but they're staying at like the Quali Inn or something. Right, right, like that. Yeah, Which, yeah. And so the guy who's like laughing creepy, he sets he grabs basically just like a bar to put in between like put in like the doorway from the bathroom. He's like, oh, you can use this to uh, work out. And Kirby, Chris Rock, just goes, or oh, I can use it to hang myself. And that I was like, hey, I, I got to chuckle out of that joke. But that's about the only like chuckle I can even think of. So th- this gets a go fuck yourself by default, honestly, just because I was sitting there just stewing in my chair. I watched this at home. But thankfully, I didn't have to go to the theater and see this shit. But um, yeah, man, I... It's going to be in my worst of. Like, it has to just because that one storyline. And as I think about everything else, I'm actually getting more upset. So, yeah, go fuck yourself for me. Uh, call him. Go ahead, man. Uh, yeah, it's just um, it's just sad how much I just know how much these movies are going to suck now. Every time they come out. Like, it, it, it's crazy to have, like, someone that was so influential into, like, your comedic history. Of, like, like, when you were young, you know, like... For me, like I just thought, like Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison, and a lot of his movies, he was like he was just like the funniest guy to me. Like I just thought every everything he did, it just made me crack up. Like I just thought he was so funny. And now his movies, now I just everything he does, I just roll my eyes. I feel like everything he does is more and more unfunny. And uh, you know, he, I thought he just brought Chris Long or uh, Chris Rock. Uh, along the ride on this one too I thought Chris Rock was super unfunny I just thought this whole movie was just unwatchable because it was trying to be funny and it wasn't and um, honestly it's just sad at this point I just like I don't I just want Adam Sandler to go away because it would just be easier for him to not have anything ever come out again than to like every year something come out and you're just like man this is worse than the last one so, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like you said, by default, this is a go fuck yourself, but, <laughs> but, but even just watching it, like it's 100%, 100% a go fuck yourself. I will say, cause I feel like we have to start grading these on some sort of curve because they're all starting to blend together for me. Uh, well, yeah, I absolutely. Did, I did like this better than Sandy Wexler just because... Yeah, so it's, like, slightly to... in a better, like, category of go fuck yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's still go fuck yourself, but it's kind of like a, it's like a... It's still, it's like a... It still doesn't make itself into, like, the D range, or even the F range. Oh, oh, absolutely not. No, this is more of, like, a go fuck yourself, instead of a go fuck yourself, like, you yeah, know, like... It's being not angry, as like angry, right? Yeah, yeah, but this, yeah, this shit, yeah, you, you will hear about this, you know, about you know, nine months from now, <laughs> we're doing our worst stuff, and we're talking about this shit again, but, yeah, I, I don't know, man, I think he's got two more movies on his Netflix deal, I, I think it is, so hopefully this shit can just be over and done with, and, I don't know, maybe, I guess I'm Sam apparently is touring here, and I guess by the end of the year, he's gonna go on, like, on a stand-up tour, what and I'm just like, yeah, I don't, crazy. I, yeah, apparently that's what I heard. I bet you I, his stand-up I, is terrible. At this point, I just don't even want to. I just don't even want to take a chance on it. If it's anything like these last Netflix movies, I'm just like, yeah, I don't think I. Uh, yeah, if it's anything like his movies, it means he won't like do anything in preparation to make it good. 
Oh, and then actually, now that I just think about it, I forgot about one other thing that pushes to go fuck yourself for me. Um, so, uh, you know, the kids, you know, they have the first dance and all that. And so, uh, 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 Kenny, uh, Adam Sandler, he goes, oh, hey, your grandma filmed this for you before she died. And literally what it is, is Adam Sandler dressed up as the grandma singing a song. I went, God, 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 why? And I just, that's when I was like, cool. I was like, as if it wasn't obvious to me, you just keep finding ways to make me go, I, I hate you. <laughs> so, yeah, this wasn't the... Uh, to quote uh, Zongo from Same Salmon, not good. Not good. This <laughs> was just really shitty, and I'm not looking forward. Zongo to... won vodka. Yeah, dude. I man, you know what's funny? I actually had of like a couple beers while watching this because I was like, all right, I need something to numb the pain. <laughs> but uh, guys, let us know what you thought of this if you were unfortunate enough to see it. If you haven't seen it, don't watch it. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Podbean, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Music at The Real Pineapple. Go go ahead and give us a rating. Give us a five star. Let us know what you think of the podcast. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow our buddy here, Colin, on Twitter at The Real O'Neill. Very nice. And you can follow our buddy Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. Uh, guys, we are off this week because uh, Hunter's going to be in good old Montana. Um, yeah. I don't know, I Montana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but we will be back a uh, weekend of the 18th to go ahead and talk about Deadpool 2, which I hope is good. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Meow.